1: So glad you're with us here on the Clark Howard Show, where our mission is to serve you with advice and information that empowers you so you make better financial decisions in your life. And one way we serve you is through the Team Clark Consumer Action Center, where we answer your questions one-on-one, free advice available to you, as we've been doing now in our 32nd year providing one-on-one free advice. You want to learn about the hours, how to reach us, go to clark.com slash CAC. Today I'm talking scams. The first one we're going to talk about is something that happened at my own company later. A warning, if you receive packages from online retailers, there's something you need to do immediately when you receive an item. So it's funny, in my own company, I own a couple of companies. One of them, almost everybody who worked there got texts the other day that are very similar to what people may have received in different ways at different companies. And I talked about it, and now it happened to me. Krista, do you mind reading some of the messages that came
0: Oh, have, from our,
1: I don't have that pulled oh, up. Let me see if I can pull this up. I got up.
0: one. I got a text and they just, they said the same thing to all of us. Like, Hey, they'd use your first name. Like it was to me, it was a New York area code and it was like, Hey, it, Krista. it says, uh,
1: said I had a new phone number, had my name with a New York city number mm-hmm. and it said, hi, blank. Let me know if you got this text. Thanks. Clark Howard. Yeah. Which I would never address. And uh, now well, I'm, I'm helping out the criminals. Yeah. It would always be just my first name. Really and then mine. she said, hi, I got this. I need you to handle something for me. Please let me know if you're available at the moment. And uh, my employee answered, I am. Okay. I'm on a conference call meeting now and I need to provide a client with some gift cards. <laughs> can you confirm if you can get the gift cards from the nearest store to you? And goes on. And this is a classic scam, taking advantage that in a corporate environment, a lot of people are like always wanting to please the boss. No one cares about that with me.
0: (laughs) Well, it It, was funny to see our employees reactions on our Slack channel because we all I immediately sent a message like we're getting these messages. Nobody respond. And somebody wanted to mess with them. They said, I knew it wasn't legit. Sarah on our team said, I knew it wasn't legit because Clark wouldn't be texting from an iPhone. And then- And I would
1: not be saying buy gift cards. cards.
0: That's a like they messed with the wrong company. They just responded to me, hey, Crystal, let me know if you get this text. Thanks, Clark Howard. And I just wrote you, I told you to never text me again after what you did. <laughs> they didn't take the they bait on that. They didn't
1: respond to that. But it's funny because we deal with- scams all the time and warning people about them and my TV work and all that. So nobody on our team, even in the least, thought they were really receiving a text from me. But at other places, you might uh, be working in an environment that if you got a message from the boss any time of the day or night, you would hop right to it and know that you always want to call when you're asked to immediately go do something, purchase something, spend money, whatever, you want to talk with the boss, say, hey, did, did you really send this? This doesn't sound like something you would have asked me to do. I just want to verify this because what will happen is you think you're pleasing the boss when the boss finds out later that you spent company money on something trying to please him or her and it turns out you got scammed out of company money, that's not going to go well. And what's funny is this has been around, how many years has this scam been hot? It's a long time now. Yeah. And I guess because it's worked again and again. But uh, my wife and I were at dinner when I started getting these messages from you and other people. Mm -hmm. And it was like, okay, all right. It's kind of scary because
0: we're not sure how they got our 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 cell numbers. Yeah. And it wasn't to everyone. It was just strange. Yeah. So we're still trying to dig into that. I looked to see if there were any breaches at payroll companies we've used and nothing public. And yeah, a little scary.
1: So you never know where the data breach has come from because they would, the criminal would have to know that it was my company. Mm-hmm. They'd have to know who people were who might have. The ability to spend company money and they targeted everybody who might have access to some way, a company card or anything like that. I wonder if it could be through any of the company credit cards, if there was a breach at a credit card company.
0: No, because the, a lot of the people didn't have company cards.
1: Okay. So, no. So, uh, but the thing is, it's just really a good warning. And we were in a position to not do anything other than get new content from it, right? Yeah. (laughs) But other people end up losing real money. And anytime you're reached out to by a friend, a family member, anything like that, you want to verify. And I know there are already people thinking, well, what about these AI things with people faking the voice of somebody? Yeah, that's going to be an additional issue we'll deal with. That's why you check and check and recheck and whatever before you respond particularly off hours, and spend company money. Yeah, gosh.
0: Okay, we'll go to questions. This is from Edward in Arkansas. Thanks for your great show. Recently, you spoke about opening teen accounts at Fidelity Branch locations for, for $1. $1. Two of my children just turned 13, and I was able to open a youth account for each through Fidelity Online. No minimum balance, and they got a $50 bonus just for opening the account. Their money goes into a money market, which currently earns almost 5% interest. They get an easy to use app, which has educational material and lets them spend, save and invest their money. They also get a debit card, which I'm holding onto. I opened an individual account of my own to feed their accounts. I also opened a Fidelity Bloom account in my name for our 10 year old to use. It has a similar app and is divided into a saving and spending category. It gets the same great interest rate plus a 10% bonus on the first $300 saved each year. The online option was great for us since we live rurally and not close to a Fidelity branch.
1: Edward, the Fidelity accounts being offered to preteens and especially the one for teens, for your 13-year-olds, I love this because kids are being taught the concept of investing saving and investing from a very young age instead of what is so much the push in the financial industry, which is to teach kids to spend, spend, and spend some more. And so I love what Fidelity is doing. My son, who's 18, took money he'd made from work and stuff, and he opened a Fidelity investment account, and he is doing some crazy investing, not of the kind that I would recommend, but he's learning. He's learning by being involved. He's looking for quick scores. He's buying stocks. I would, I'm would. i not a big individual stock guy, as you know, and I don't care because it's his money. It's like a living laboratory, and he's learning important life lessons. So there's real advantage to have a child learning the fundamentals of investing, and when they get as old as my son, making mistakes as well that they will learn from that will carry him the rest of his life.
0: Lyle in Texas says, I just wanted to add that another way to save on water usage is to install a circulating pump on a conventional water heater with a special check valve to keep from wasting cold water waiting for hot water. Of course, it works better if you have a dedicated circulating return hot water line built into your home on the pump.
1: You are so smart, Lyle, and I have actually installed one of these before. This is something that was popular forever in Europe, where water costs so much more historically than it costs here. Now that the cost of municipal water supplies has gone up so much in the United States, not sitting around waiting for water to get hot, wasting precious water is a great idea I don't know why this isn't routinely done in new home construction, so it involves a retrofit. But what happens is it's like you're essentially having instant hot when you turn on the hot instead of waiting for it to warm up. We have this in our shower in our home we live in. And it's funny, you turn on the water, and we don't have a um, a tankless water heater. We have a traditional. But the water is instantly hot. Because we have one of these systems, and I highly recommend it to reduce water consumption and water cost.
0: Suzanne in Kansas says, regarding streaming services, you have made a lot of suggestions about saving money on streaming services lately, but I haven't heard the most obvious one, sharing the service. Sharing actually follows the rules of several streaming services and cuts the monthly cost. Prime allows my adult daughter and I, who live in separate states, to share an account and it cuts the annual fee in half. Each household or person can have a separate sign-on, keep their viewing habits private, and do independent lists of movies to watch.
1: I love that, and uh, we're finding that more and more streaming services we've shared as a family, we're not allowed to anymore, but any you can, and you're saying that uh, Amazon still permits it. If you can, yes, and you're right. It cuts your costs so very much. I love that you're doing it. And the question is, are you paying the extra $3 a month to not have ads? Are you paying? Three? I'm not. No. I am not. Mm-mm. I'm happy to watch the ads, which I can say since I don't watch any content other than football. So I have nothing to watch till September. I have lots to
0: watch. I've come up with a new trick when to make myself more productive. Like during the ads, I'll have one task. I'll run to the kitchen Put away some dishes or do something um, while the ads are playing because it tells you the countdown on most of them, like how long you have to sit. And then I get back for the show. So I'm not like just sitting there on my phone, which I used to do (laughs) way too much of.
1: You're always trying to be productive at all times.
0: Well, it just helps me to get stuff done. And then it's like I have a timer on me, which really helps my brain. And then it's not, it doesn't take me that long. I get it done. It's a challenge. It's a gamification.
1: So for a guy, what it is, is you go get a snack. Or you go use the bathroom during commercials.
0: productive Women can do those
1: too, yes. Yeah, but you were just talking about being so productive during the time.
0: Those are productive things too. Okay. All
1: right, well, coming right ahead, I want to talk about something that can infuriate you. You see something on sale, you buy it, and it comes, and it's not at all what it's supposed to be and you're fighting for your own hard-earned money back. We're going to talk about that. All right, we got to talk because retailers are facing, if they didn't have enough to worry about, now they've got a big problem with return fraud. It goes to something that I started saying 20-plus years ago when you buy electronics. There's a lot of internal theft at electronic stores, employees will, dishonest employees, they could be from a criminal ring or whatever, they will back in the storeroom remove a valuable item from its packaging, put in the box something of equivalent weight, and then expertly seal the box back. You go to leave the electronics store, and you get home and you open it up, ready to set up whatever, And you find bricks in there or whatever it is. And then you're trying to convince the electronics store, you're not the thief. They sold you something that didn't have anything in it. Well, I never leave the premises of an electronics store without opening the box. Because, unfortunately, I heard from enough people this happened to, to make sure that the actual item I'm buying is in that box. Recently, I found one an item that had been returned, being sold as new, and it was packaged in there terribly. I went right back in and got in exchange for a new inbox item, because I didn't get any discount for getting a returned item that looked terrible. Well, that was then, this is now. Now we're dealing in the era where a very large percent, depending on the retail category of items purchased, are being returned. And then there are a lot of people out there that are doing the kind of thing I talked about in electronic stores. They open up the item, take out the valuable merchandise, put something of, could even be identical weight, back in the box, seal it expertly. It goes back to the returns department that's deluged with these packages, and what's happening is the retailer starts out as the victim, and they don't even know it. The item looks to have been returned in unused, perfect condition, unopened. It goes back in inventory, and then the next person comes along and orders that item and gets it, and then when they open the box... What do they find? They find the item's not there. There was a story in the New York Times about how return fraud is now ending up hurting the legitimate customer who's the next one in line. They talk about a woman who bought something high-end from Saks and received a can of tuna instead of this fancy accessory item for her home. And she was out $275. In her case, she posted a video about it, a TikTok. And she'd never been a TikToker. She's a lawyer, posted this. And then Sachs cheerfully replaced the item in her case. But you're always on your back foot with this. Because the retailers are facing so much of this fraud, how do they know you're not the one taking advantage of them? So this is hazard, and what I recommend is that you cannot prevent a retailer from feeling like you're the bad guy. But time matters. Sometimes packages will come and we don't get around to opening them for maybe days or a week or more later. Uh-uh. When that package comes, you open it, you inspect it, you inspect the item. If there's a problem, you immediately contact the retailer, and depending on the retailer and their their systems, you're going to be fine. After the New York Times story ran, this is being referred to as Tuna Gate. When you order an item,
0: my gosh. and you
1: get something else,
0: that's crazy. I can't believe that
1: tuna fish of all things. Well, it was the same weight, same weight as mm. the item. To the ounce. It was the same weight as the item that the person had ordered.
0: Imagine if criminals would use their minds for good. That
1: would be incredible. That's always been true.
0: Yes, indeed. All right, you want some questions? I'm ready. Justin in Kentucky says, I have a growing small business that currently has five full-time team members. We are currently looking for a good health insurance for the team, but I'm really struggling figuring out where or what to look for. Any advice would be great.
1: Yeah, this one is when you don't try to do yourself, Justin, you can go on healthcare.gov and get quotes for employer plans, but I don't recommend that. I want you to call, find your way to a health insurance broker. There are people who specialize in selling health insurance plans to small and mid-sized businesses. It's a renewals business. They lose money in terms of the time they spend on the initial issuance of a policy. Then they make money over time with the renewals because there's not much servicing they have to do. One of your brothers does that, doesn't he? Yeah, my middle brother does that. It's one of the things he does. He's a health insurance broker, typically to mid-sized companies. They can shop the marketplace with a, with a team of five people, there are two ways you can go on this. You can buy a compliant plan or a non-compliant plan. What that means in English is that a compliant plan, if one of your employees has a pre-existing condition or one of your employees is older, they're covered just fine under a compliant plan. It's like an individual buying health insurance. On the other hand, If everybody in your group is young, particularly young, and nobody's had any major illnesses, you can buy a non-compliant plan, which means they can medically underwrite the five of you and decide what to charge based on the health history and the ages of the people involved. It's kind of like cherry picking. And if you've got a very healthy five, you will save money buying a non-compliant plan. Now that works till somebody gets some kind of big illness. Then they're not going to want you at the next renewal and then at that point cuz this is where the cherry picking comes along, you can then go into a compliant plan for the next plan year. I will tell you that for a small group, uh, you will be stunned how much the insurance costs. It is it is not a low cost venture to provide health insurance. We provide health insurance to is it twenty
0: two um, people? Eighteen. I don't people? think everyone. Not everybody yeah. gets the insurance.
1: Sorry, uh, I we don't provide. <laughs> we provide to somewhere around twenty people. We provide health insurance, and it's a big bill every month. And the way we do it is we pay is it seventy five percent for an individual. And then we have a different thing for people who bring along spouse or family, but you can decide how much or how little of the premiums you wish to cover as the owner of the business.
0: Greg in Minnesota says, I thought credit cards were cutting back on credit. I went from $18,000 in credit to over $31,000. I applied and was accepted for the Military Star Card and the Costco Anywhere Visa, That makes a total of five cards. Don't worry, I will not be flying to Vegas and max them out. Why the $5,000 plus approvals? Will this come back to bite me in the future?
1: So actually, Greg, this is the perverse thing about credit cards. You must have a credit score above 760. If your credit score is 760 to 850, at the same time credit card companies are cutting back limits and even closing people's accounts, you are still considered to be a great person for them to get. Some issuers, 780 instead of 760 or above. And so they want you because you are an extremely low risk of default on the card, delinquency, or charge-off. So those terms all mean different things in bank speak. But it is to your advantage to have more available credit because then you're using less of it And your credit score is based, roughly a third of it is based on how little of your available credit you're using. You never want to use at any time more than 30% of your available credit and have a great credit score, you want to use less than 10. So usually you're going to need more credit limit, more credit room in order to drive up that score by having what's referred to as low utilization or low percent of available credit. So it must be based on your credit score that the credit issuers find you so desirable.
0: Colvin in South Carolina says, how do you feel about bridge loans to allow one to purchase a home before their live-in home sells?
1: Well, this depends completely on how much carrying two notes would stress you to the end of the earth. Some people can sleep through anything. It wouldn't bother them at all. but if carrying that double load would bother you, don't do it. I, I did this once, you know, I'm really averse to debt, and I ended up buying a screaming deal on a home before I'd sold my old one. And I went through 10 months of carrying both. the stress I felt on my shoulders. This is before you knew me, Krista. I remember this. I feel like it was right it. before, yeah. Uh, the stress I felt was great. It was not appropriate for me. So you really have to know yourself. Are you okay with floating both of those? Or will it really upset you psychologically, mentally? Will you be agitated? Will you be anxious? If you would be like I was, then don't do it. If you're like, huh. That wouldn't bother me at all. Then feel okay. You're adding additional financial risk into your life if you do carry two homes. So you got to make that call for yourself. Did it work out for me later? Yeah, it worked out fine. Do I still talk about it like <laughs> something that happened? Something that happened thirty years ago, like it like it just happened. Yeah, I do. <laughs> don't I? Oh yeah. So I despise debt. And so I'm a terrible one to ask this question to. But I want to thank you so much for joining us today. Remember, we are here for you to help you take more control in your life so that you can save more and spend less and don't let anyone ever rip you off.